Welcome to the Luminous Podcast, weekly meditations, readings, and blessings to assist with our rest, peace, and spiritual wellness. You can find out more at LuminousAnglican.com. Today we find ourselves at proper 11, if you're following along in the lectionary. This is the seventh Sunday of Ordinary Time. A beautiful parable once again from Jesus. In Matthew 13, 24 through 30, he put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field. But while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this, the slaves said to him. Then You do not want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No, for in gathering the weeds, you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, Collect the weeds first and bind them in a bundle to be burned. Then gather the wheat into my barn. This is the gospel of our Lord. In this reading, it's fascinating to see what unfolds in this. Jesus is inviting us into practicing a kind of courage. As we just heard, a householder plants seeds in his field and everyone is asleep and an enemy sneaks in and sows weeds among the wheat and then goes away. When the plants come up, Servants are baffled. And there's weeds among this crop. To which he says, let them both grow and until harvest. And then at harvest time, I will instruct my reapers to collect, bundle and burn the weeds. And I'll gather the wheat into my barn. We see Jesus asking his followers to hold two seemingly contradictory truths in uncomfortable tension together. One, I believe that he's saying that evil is real and among us. Two, our response to this evil must include both acknowledgement and restraint. Many of us may not care to sit in this uncomfortable tension. We have been conditioned a certain way. But Jesus states without flinching that evil is real, even insidious and dangerous. The weeds Jesus describes are intentionally sown into the field by an enemy whose motivations are loveless and 
sinister. Moreover, the literal weeds, which many scholars do believe are believing that it's darnel, it's this ryegrass, a false wheat. They're not harmless. They're actually poisonous. They mimic and look like proper grain, but they're fake. And their seeds can even cause illness, if it, even death, if consumed in large quantities. Now, there is more to be gleaned about evil in this parable than the fact that it is real and harmful. Jesus also says without apology that evil is doomed. At harvest time, I'll instruct my reapers to collect, bundle, and burn the weeds. If this is indeed evil at the crux of the story, it's very important for Christ to share this sort of futuristic resolve. Jesus promises that justice is both necessary and for an abundant harvest, it certainly becomes God's wills it. Jesus doesn't deny the grim reality of life here and now, but the passionate and deep love of God will not suffer evil to rule the world forever. Oppression will end at some point. Injustice will die at some point. The wheat will thrive and the weeds will not. All causes of evil and evildoers, Jesus says, will be exposed and disempowered eventually. All that chokes, starves, breaks, distorts, poisons, and harms God's beloved will burn away at some point. Not because God hates the world, but because God loves the world. All will be renewed. Jesus insists on patience, humility, and restraint. Even when it comes to patrolling the borders in this field. Because he knows, as Barbara Brown Taylor puts it, that the business of discernment is much harder than we think. She once wrote, Turn us loose with a machete, and there is no telling what we will chop down and what we will spare. There is no way we can police the wheat field without damaging the wheat. There is no way we can rid ourselves of everything bad without distorting some of the good. Our sincerity can fade to arrogance. Our love can fade to judgment. And with it all, the field suffers. Once again, we are called by Jesus to a nuanced space in between, a paradox. Evil is real and among us, and our response must include both acknowledgement and restraint. May I say 
the courage of restraint. Sometimes we act as though we have the final say, the final verdict. For the record, we do not. If this ambiguity worries some of us, remember that we are held and braced by a God who is bigger than a thin, one-dimensional truth. It's not that we hold paradox. It's that paradox holds us. We are held in God's wider reality. And though we may fear paradox, God does not. And it is in God's soil that we are firmly planted. The courage of restraint can give us the opportunity to love. Thanks be to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you would like more information or ways to be a part of Luminous, please go to LuminousAnglican.com. Peace be with you.